Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Nick needs coffee today, and he'll need coffee on April 27th. That's because Nebraska's spring game will kick off oh, earlier than I usual. Oh, you're going to give me something about the draft. Okay. No. Nope. Yeah, it's true. It's no, going to no. be, be early. Yeah. Last night on his radio program, Trev Albert said that the Dylan Riola showcase will kick off at 11 a.m., typically set for 1 p.m. No TV. Wait, wait. That's something else. Start time. Games used to not be on TV. Yeah. But. Once a time. And then they did pay-per-view. Big Ten Network should have it, right? I would imagine so. No announcement yet. Yeah, no. Uh, the scrimmage will kick off in the morning because Trev wants you to go to other things that day. Uh, the Jordy Balls play Northwestern at 1. You mm-hmm. can go take that in. And then baseball playing at 2.05 against Iowa. Yep. Uh, just that. letting you know the last time that they had a spring game that coincided with Nebraska hosting Iowa. That did not, that weekend did not go well for Nebraska baseball. So let's let's reverse that trend there. I'm curious too wow, if like they can. Notes. Yeah, it should be in the media notes. I, I'm curious if they can somehow manipulate because they can sort of control the schedule to an extent. If they could make that baseball game a little bit later, because I do remember the Saturday during the spring game. I think Nebraska played the spring game at one. I remember that uh, Nebraska-Iowa game because I was on the call that night. It was a night game. So they were able to do back-to-back night games Friday night and Saturday night. So I wouldn't be shocked if baseball moves that to a night affair against the Help Hawkeyes. Help if it's warm. Yes. You'd like some odds on April 27th, but last year was kind of close to that time of the year, and it was not warm. Well, Jimmy, glad you asked because when it happened last time, it was very warm. It was very windy, but it was very warm. Typically, it is that time of yeah. the year if it's very warm. I think it was almost 80 yeah. when they played. If you tell me night. it's going to be 80 that time of the year, my oh. next question is how strong is the wind yeah, from 40 the south? 40 miles an hour. Oh. Exactly. exactly. That's all? I don't right. care. Wind, wind be damned. Sign me up for warm uh, weather. Yeah, same. Tickets go on sale February 6th. For season ticket holders, February 7th for the general public, you've been warned. Nebraska ball women's game against Caitlin Clark and her team on February 11th will make history as the program's first sellout at Pinnacle Bank Arena. The Puppy Bowl Sunday game against the Hawkeyes was already a sellout weeks before Mm. the game. All the tickets are sold, and it's not expected that more will become available the week of the game. If you know Connor Happer, maybe he can hook you up. Attendance should be about 15,000, which would be the largest crowd in the 50 seasons of the program. The previous record was 14,289, which came last season against Iowa. It will be the first sellout for a women's game in the 11 seasons at PBA and just the second sellout in program history. The only previous women's basketball sellout came in 2010 against Missouri when the Huskers played at Devaney. Omaha men's basketball at Oral Roberts tonight. The school, not the person. Homeboy's been dead for many years. Tip-off is 7 o'clock. That means the Omaha women will be hosting Oral Roberts, and John will paint the pictures and take you there beginning at 7 o'clock. The Creighton women win at Georgetown 77-72. to In the NBA, the Mavericks' Luka Doncic was all up in his feelings last night as he got called for a technical foul, gets a heckling fan ejected in a loss in which Coach Jason Kidd calls out his team for losing focus for the second time this week. Luka's tee and his request for the heckler to be ejected bookended the Mavs' third-quarter meltdown as they lose to the Suns 132-109. Dallas was outscored 43-20 to in the quarter when Devin Booker 
did the thing where he's good at basketball and scored 22 points as Phoenix turned a competitive game into a blowout. But Luca reacted to the heckler, his son's fan, wearing a Booker El Valle jersey. While sitting in the second row behind the midcourt press area late in the third quarter, the man shouted, this is more paraphrase, Luca, you're tired, get your tukas on the treadmill. <laughs> he's running on a basketball floor. Why does he need to get on a treadmill? I mean, what, what the hell more do you need to do? Anyway, that's paraphrased. Luca did say he was frustrated and overreacted, so at least he admitted why he threw said tantrum. Finally, after a brief courtship, Doc Rivers has reached an agreement in principle to become the next coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, so he'll be choking the playoffs there. Rivers, a ESPN NBA analyst who most recently led the 76ers to three consecutive trips to the Eastern Conference semifinals, emerged as the top target immediately after the dismissal of Adrian Griffin. The sides negotiated deep into Tuesday night and into Wednesday morning, over some Culver's and some Miller Lite before reaching agreement on the deal. Great. Actually, uh, let's rephrase that. Over some Culver's and some Spotted Cow. No. There you go. You go Wisconsin, you got to go all the That's way in. That's true. Yeah. New Glarus. New Glarus or, or New Glarus or bust. I think you misspoke there, Jimmy. I think. Did Doc, I say the F word? He uh, he emerges the target shortly before oh, the coach yeah. was fired. Gee, what a coincidence! <laughs> and the rumors are that the. Uh, uh, ESPN is going to just leave their number one crew now as Mike Breen and Doris Burke. So there's that. Doris Burke. Am I? The, are you guys Doris Burke fans? I'm. I'm a huge Doris Burke fan. I don't know. You celebrate her entire catalog. I do the entire catalog. The entire I do. Catalog. I do. I'm. I'm a Doris Burke fan. <laughs> but enough about me. Uh, thanks, Jimmy. Hey, by the way, so you brought up Caitlin Clark. She's well, good. you brought up Iowa and Nebraska. It's Obviously, colder. it's sold out. They didn't have to make this push, you know, yeah, like they did last year of the, you know, sellout PBA. Caitlin Clark is in another stratosphere of her popularity, her game, everything about it. And then this last weekend, it took sort of an odd turn with the court storming incident in Ohio State. Literally, she turned when she got hit. She spun like the Zapruder film. It was like a full Back 360. Back into the left. It was it, it was such an odd like collision in like fall and I I mentioned Very I, weird. I thought she took a charge. Um, this is LeBron's influence on kids. <laughs> like, ah! We're throwing our headband. We're well, throwing John, you're, you're we're... a big soccer fan. Did, I it, am. did it kind of appear that there was a? I oh did... wait, the nah. game's over. I'm not trying to get a foul here. We're not. There's no yellow card for flopping in there. Okay. That's, I don't it's, know. It was it was just a very awkward I don't uh, collision. I think it, it was a weird collision. I, I don't think, think she, she was, was looking. I, I think she was more like stunned and scared than actually taking the brunt kinda, of the collision. Like, if you see it from the other angle, she's kind of got that ten thousand yard stare. She's just looking off toward yeah. the locker room, kinda, not really watching what's happening. Yeah, you just, it was weird. You just got upset, like, and so you're upset. You're probably stunned a little bit. Well, this was this was really interesting from the Big Ten. Okay, so like Monday, because uh, let, let's be honest, if Caitlin Clark had gotten injured and she missed like oh, yeah, the she, rest of the season or like she an turns extended, an ankle or yeah, something, yeah, like that's you got to all of a sudden really get out in front of there that. Are a if lot you're in the of Big groans Ten. at a lot of cities in the Big Ten right now. Yeah, absolutely, in Lincoln, they're like, damn it. Or they're like, well, sweet, all right, we're still going to keep that sellout because they're still getting money <laughs> off of that. You still bought the tickets. Yeah. <laughs> so, Come for the PA announcer. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a big thing right there is if she was injured. Now, so the Big Ten in their best attempt to say, yeah, we got this. I'm going to read this, um, this statement that was released on Monday, like late Monday. 
the safety and security of student athletes, coaches, and staff is of utmost importance. The Big Ten requires host institutions to provide adequate security for visiting teams from their arrival for a game through their departure. If adequate security is not provided, there is a process in place that begins with a private reprimand for the first offense, public reprimand for the second offense, and the discretion to implement a fine plus additional penalties for a third offense. We routinely review our policy as needed to ensure a safe environment for everyone. Mm. So, you better not do it this time. Oh, okay, you failed there. All right, well, this time we're serious. You better not do it. And we'll Made it you this know time. No and more Delta. And you know what? We'll actually publicly reprimand you this time. You didn't do publicly. it that time? Okay, now we're doing the fine. Like in the SEC. A like public reprimand. You, you, storm the, you storm the field and they fine you. Like it's it's no Federal like private. Me in the- it's not the private reprimand, then the public reprimand, then the fine. It's like, nope, you're being fine. And, you know, most schools don't care. They're like, hey, we'll, we'll take the fine if it means we won a big game. Right, it just means more. Yeah, the host institution. Hey, cool. We, you know, we'll take it. You run on the field of the College World Series, you end up in the Who's Cow. Yeah, (laughs) you might have like a broken neck too. But I just kind of thought that was funny. Like, oh wow, they're being they're they're really coming down on this private reprimand, private public reprimand, then fine. Message received. Hmm. Take this serious, Big Ten schools. Come on. So whoever beats Purdue next, (laughs) you better be careful. Yeah. Well, so Nebraska did Nebraska get the private reprimand? Because they they stole. We'll never know, Nick, because it's a private private, reprimand. So in order for us to know if it took place, they need to storm the court again so we could get the public reprimand. Public reprimand. Because then it'll be public. And then then we'll know. Or does the clock start now after the from the statement? I don't know. They made it sound like that was a policy they had in place, but are they are they reemphasizing? Yeah, it's like the uh, the rain delay. Like now, are they reemphasizing this? Has it always been in place? Is this a new like wrinkle? Like they have the three step process. Um, three strikes and you're fined. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I guess as long as we know we're publicly reprimanded for storming the court, then we'll know not to do it again if we uh, want to keep our institutions <laughs> from being Nebraska fined. Beat Iowa and just immediately storm the court. Well, and does that count? I mean, is it one venue regardless of men's or uh, women's sports? Because that would be the first women's game that had a sto- uh, court storming this season. Mm. So is that only? So is that still in the the private reprimand? I don't know. I would hope that they would have some measures in place though to make sure that that doesn't happen um, for Caitlin Clark again. <laughs> Poor girl's never going to play basketball in her life. She's never going to want to go to a be an under or be a um, I guess a, be a favorite. The bad news for this one is Caitlin Clark usually plays really really well at yeah. PBA. Yes, she does. It's going to take a Herculean effort by the Husker women's basketball team to allow a court storming to take place. In our latest story, Nebraska women's basketball assigned Bill Lane Beer to finish the season. (laughs) (laughs) They're working on acquiring Rick Mahorn as well. That'll take care of that. Uh, There was also something that uh, Trev brought up, guys, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, That is, he did open up the possibility of a volleyball match or two to be played at Pinnacle Bank Arena to accommodate more fans. And his, his uh, reasoning was interesting. Like, at first I'm thinking... Money. Usually... Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think yes. that's always in the background. Yes, Jimmy. Interesting, if true. We're going to play at dollar sign PBA. <laughs> but... Same capacity as Devaney. That's what we're hoping for, not a person more. <laughs> 
Well, at first I thought, why would you want to take that really great environment from the Devaney Center and put it in a more like kind of spread out open mm. PBA other than the obvious of being able to get more butts and seats, get more money? Because I think that's something that makes that venue very, very unique. But he did say something that I, because I'm always thinking about the like the, the student athlete experience here, how they probably just love it. Like that that is their their barn, their place, and that's their fans, and they are almost well, unbeatable gymnastics there. competes there too. Well, that's true. When it's game night, though, they own the house. There's an indoor track uh, and a pool. All right, all right smartass. But um, <laughs> he did bring up. How Not you wrong. can have the, like the student section sort of lined on the floor, be more active, be more a part of the match itself as opposed to what you have at the Devaney Center because you have so many season ticket holders that sort of you know border the area that you have students there, but they're kind of kind of like football. You don't really know where they are, um, and they change year to year. He brought up giving the students a little bit more of like a kind of a different experience to watch that game. You know what? It, it, give, give Trev credit because you're Jimmy, you're right. This would be more of a I financial benefit to do this. But when he said that, I thought, you know what? That is, that would be kind of cool. Like if I'm a student and you know, the success of the volleyball program, you, you go to, maybe you go to some games, but you're kind of hidden in the crowd. You're not really sure. on top of it. Like you could at least go to maybe a big match, say, See, I would almost want them to play Wisconsin at the venue just because it's that venue. But you're probably still going to sell it out. You sell out PBA, I would think, when you're playing like a Wisconsin or a Penn State, and have like that that sort of student section, do that, dollar beer for that the presence. Students. Play Minnesota at the PBA. Yeah, or see, yeah, I mean, good team, not premier. Yeah, you don't need to blow your wad on that one or on like on you keep Wisconsin to the Devaney Center. But to have the students have sort of a presence in a volleyball game for them to kind of like be sort of front and center, I think would be really cool for the volleyball team itself. But I also think for the students that want to be more part of the game day atmosphere, I could get on board with that. So initially I thought, no, no, why would you want to do that? You don't need to take the Pinnacle Bank Arena. But if it's just for maybe a match or two and you want, and your reasoning is to get the students involved too, I'm okay with that. Well... Give it to Trev on this front. He's not afraid to try it. Yeah, he'll shake it up. He'll he'll do something different. Right. Because what if it, if it works? works? What if now, it's nice? Is uh, is old JC signing off? If John Cook is signing off, then we're good. Well, he's if, not. He's not going to do it unless John Cook. Yeah. Signs if John up. Cook's like, yeah, watch this. I'm going to make John so. Cook mad. Uh, you know what? We're going to do it anyway, John. I'm overruling you. Yeah. What do you mean you're retiring? Where are you going? I could see the players really liking that. Actually, it'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, you get the Devaney Center for 90% of your matches. So you get like the Pinnacle Bank Arena match feels like sort of a bigger well, deal. Kind of feels like, like more of a postseason type atmosphere. When Creighton yeah. plays Nebraska yeah, at, at and CHI. it's a home game for Creighton, they move it to CHI right, right. rather than their normal place yeah. in the DJ Sokol. Which I think for Creighton fans, you maybe wanted a DJ Sokol because you have – the opportunity to try to snatch up all those tickets before you, you know, absolutely overrun by but the Nebraska fans. Admin, you want that money? Yes. Yeah. There's there's the rub there. Money buys things. There's pays the, there's the things. tug of war. But yeah, I'm okay with this. They are, sold out a football stadium. Are, are you guys an arena? If I'm hearing you guys correctly, okay with that too? Because I know. Yeah, the, I don't the, mind it. Yeah, I didn't lose sleep last night. The, <laughs> good. Because the, the volleyball, I think the the diehards. I'm a curmudgeon, but this isn't why. 
I would be curious where, like where the volleyball diehards are on this one. Because Devaney is, well, the Coliseum was, but now the Devaney Center that they you know, revamped that, remodeled it to make it a, a, just an absolute premier volleyball venue. If they're okay with even leaving that building for a home game for one match, I wouldn't be surprised if there's still some volleyball fans like diehards or season ticket holders there like, don't love that. But I, I don't understand why, though. Why would you not want, uh, you know, more people to come and watch the team? I understand. Yeah. That I might be wrong. Maybe maybe like, they're all cool with it, too. Maybe they're all cool with it, too, but it wouldn't shock yeah, me. Yeah, you, you, like, mm. you have your venue, and it's a really cool atmosphere, and it's jam-packed with people who really want to be there. But for a couple of times a year, what's the harm in expanding the crowd a little bit? They didn't They're have a problem playing go. a game in a in a football stadium. Exactly. Yeah. Like there was no complaints about that. So for a couple of times in the season, play in the big barn and then see what happens. Like yeah. mm-hmm. the only thing something. you need to complain about is if they lose, you can be like, damn, they lost. That's I like having the student section be part of anything that they, especially successful programs at the university like volleyball, to have the student section be a bigger deal and a, a bigger presence, I think is cool. And I think if you can even, even for a weekend, you know, maybe it's like one of those Thursday, Saturday type affairs or something where you could have it just like Thursday and Saturday, it's going to be a Pinnacle Bank Arena. So you know that those are the two games that you have a chance to go to when you've maybe otherwise been shut out because of the capacity. But more than anything, I think it's, I think it's cool idea to get the students heavily involved. And then you kind of start looking at some opportunities down the road at even Bob Devaney Sports Center of having the students with more of a presence on that because it's already an, like an intimidating place to play from the fact that there's just so much red. But is it as loud and as raucous as it could be if you have the students closer to it? I'm a big students need to have a presence in the competition sure. person if you haven't noticed. Nick Hanley here for kids. I don't, I don't know <laughs> how you could fit more people into the yeah, because he though. talked about you know maybe trying to increase the capacity there, but I don't think it would even come ever close to the level of where you wouldn't consider at least one or two games at PBA. Yeah, I, I just I don't know how you could get it. I mean that that place is kind of maxed out already. Yeah, it is. I think so too. Other than expanding the building somehow. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I like the idea. I think you try things, try something, see how it works. They tried it with volleyball day outrageous success yeah i mean give it a go see what happens and that's that's where i give trev alberts credit he's not afraid to try something different you know if if there's a big idea that someone has and it makes sense he'll give it a go oh yeah i mean you've been around him long enough i have as well and i i like i like how he's I, I like the angle of how he's going because if you do want to get some support from, again, the diehards of season ticket holders that don't ever want to see a volleyball match at any point in the season leave that building, I think that's a good way of selling it. Uh, because I, I, I don't see how you wouldn't want to have everybody involved and, and give the students, even again, even if it's not 80, 90% of the season, they get a couple of games where they're right down there on the floor and they're being a part of it. I think it's I think it's a win win, and you get more people who haven't had a chance to maybe sure. go uh, that just can't. That's a tough ticket. It is a tough ticket. It really is a tough ticket. So I think it's a so, win. Yeah, as long as the season ticket holders get their seats, 
in similar spots as to what they would have in the Bob, then I I don't know. I don't I don't see why there would be any complaints. You get more people involved, more fans. Look, there will be more parents who can bring their kids to watch the game, get them yeah. to fall in love with the team. I don't see the drawback. Speaking of which, uh, huge tip of the cap to the Omaha Supernovas last night. You guys see the like the scenes from? I, I wasn't at the game. Pretty but incredible. Ele- over eleven thousand in attendance last night. They lost to Atlanta in five sets, but that was cool to see. Like it, basically everything from my Facebook feed, Instagram feed, Twitter was people taking pictures as they were at the game. And you mentioned getting the young fans involved. It looked like there were so many young kids, future volleyball players, that were having a blast. And I'm not surprised that they were able to pull this off. Gary and I talked about this throughout the week. They've done so many things the right way. Uh, the one thing that I've noticed from day one of that announcement is their their presence in the community. I mean, they're, they're everywhere. And that is that was so cool. It was awesome to see the city, and I'm not surprised by this, but to see the city sort of kind of reciprocate that that response, reciprocate that type of appreciation yep. with going, showing up for them. Let's is it see gonna how be, it's going to be 11, Yeah, is it going to be 11,000 every night? I mean, that's, that's, that's a tough ask, but that's really cool. And even with the loss, it was exciting Man, what what a cool what a cool venue! I was watching some of like the videos that they were showing uh, when they would close out a set, and you know just the overall presentation of it yep. too, with with the the lights and, and everything. Class. It is, it absolutely is. That was awesome. That is really really cool to see. So, uh, hats off to them. Hey, D Pick, come on, man. D Pick in the stream says uh, that I may have had my wildest take ever. Have you heard my? Uh, uh, oh, what is it? Not pizza buffet. Pizza buffet. What's the place of the chicken? The pizza, pizza ranch. Yeah, pizza ranch. Have you you heard my take about pizza ranch? That I think their chicken is overrated. A lot, of, a lot of people would tell me that that's hey, my wildest take. Guess what? I've never with? eaten pizza ranch. Oh yeah, okay. I don't disagree with Deep Pick. But he said uh, my wildest take ever was uh, that he thinks Doris is awful. Oh. Do you guys think Doris is? Awful? I have no opinion on Doris. I love Dorisburg. I think she's great. I like pizza. <laughs> so you talk about pizza ranch. I think she's. I think she's very knowledgeable. I, I like the way that she presents it. He says uh, he um, he turns off or he puts the the TV on mute. Mm. Come on, I wonder man. how many people do that to me. Oh, I know a lot of people do that to me. I've just accepted it. Hmm. Like Nebraska, not for everyone. Um. Also, I I think D Pick was at the the game last night. He said they were up thirteen eleven in the fifth. Uh, painful, painful loss, but it was such a good time. Excited for the next matches. Yeah, I, I think that every everyone that walked away from that, I think they they showed up because they wanted to see what it was all about. I think everybody, from what I was reading last night, walked away blown away. Well, you ask them, did you have fun? Yeah. All right, come if back. If you next have fun, game. you're going to come back. That's right. That's cool. Next game, we'll have the Vingerslinger. Oh, well, they have the. They have like the I don't know this, the, but that'd be great. The Gatlin gun that shoots out T-shirts too. Mm. I mean, if you don't have that anymore, like, Supernovas need a fan section called the Black Hole. Nice. <laughs> they do. Well, come on, Dresses. we're going with the space Darth theme. Raider. You don't need Antonio Pearson, the Raiders, to show up and start hitting you up with. I'm okay with that. Well, if whatnot. they pay for a ticket, they yeah. can show up. I don't if they know. Want I don't know. Maybe you know, Jason Derulo got something to say about that. Is he living in L.A.? I think he lives in L.A. 
They all live in. I know they're in Vegas now. I don't know. It's not lost on me, but okay. But yeah, great night. Uh, congrats to the Omaha Supernovas. Just that entire organization. I know. Again, I know they lost last night, but as far as pulling that off and putting on what seemed to be one hell of a show, that is awesome. Awesome. All right, we're going to get back to the big story from yesterday, and that is Jim Harbaugh is now with the L.A. Chargers. Jimmy Harbs. Will he have the same type of success? And you pointed to this, John. That roster, the pressure that could be on Jim Harbaugh right out of the gate. Can he pick up from where he left off? When he was in the NFL, we'll discuss coming up. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks, then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 